to the Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. <laughs> I'm Claire. I'm Jimmy. Hooray! We're back <laughs> with our crazy scheduling. No Matt and Mel this week, guys, as uh, we kind of planned um, recording this quite last minute. I am uh, have still not been very well this week, so we've had to move our recording around. So sorry, uh, you guys, that you've had to wait a bit for episodes. Um, so no Matt and Mel, they are probably too busy partying uh, and celebrating the imminent return of Twin Peaks later oh, yeah. today. I think they're trapped in the Black Lodge somewhere. Oh, no. oh definitely. I think yeah. they are. I don't think they mind, though. I think they're kind of happy in the Black Lodge. They're having like some kind of Twin Peaks party, eating way too much cherry pie, drinking too much coffee. Uh, yeah. So instead, we have the ultimate guest, the, the, the smooth-voiced... Will. <laughs> I tried to think of a description for you there, Will. Sorry. <laughs> the sultry tones of Will. <laughs> Hello, Will. Thank you. Hello. Cheers for coming back. Thank you for waiting a, a week as well, because everything got pushed back a week because I was in hospital. So thank you for being patient. No, that's why it ended up working out well, though. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a, a few crazy weeks. But I think we, we should be okay from, from now on, hopefully. Touch wood. There you go. Uh, but um, I wasn't sure, Will, if you've actually seen the entire series or not. I've seen 12 episodes, so I have one more to go. Why are you saving one episode? <laughs> I, I've been too busy rewatching Twin Peaks, watching Brad and Tammy and I were talking about the show earlier. And you'll know what we're referring to, I hope, Will, from the series. And Brad wanted to know if Tammy had reached the ice cream episode yet, the scene with the ice cream. I don't know if you remember that scene or not. I, I don't remember right now. Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, well, spoilers, Tammy. Much like uh, a certain moment that happened in Luke Cage with uh, Method Man, I can't wait for you to get to the ice cream scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's confusing to me the <laughs> talk of ice cream scenes and I, I I can't imagine I mean I assume ice cream is gonna be involved but I, I don't understand so yeah <laughs> I, I can't wait myself I just like teasing you Tammy I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I, I know <laughs> cool are you did you watch the defenders trailer will Oh yes, I watched. Well, the first time I was at work, so I had to watch it with the sound off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then later, yeah, I did. I did watch it with the sound on. It looks like it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, that actually links in with the news. So I've only got a little tiny bit of news this week. Um, one thing is that it's been confirmed that the Defenders takes place over a short um, time period, so maybe a couple of days, as opposed to the other series tend to take place over you know, weeks or months, um, which I kind of like the sounds of because it sounds like it's going to be a really tight kind of one-off story. Hopefully that will mean it's, like, really tense and I don't know. I'm, I think that sounds like a good idea. Um, and then another bit of news, which isn't to do with, like, the um, the MCU, the Marvel stuff, but it's more to do with Sony, but I just thought it was interesting. So the movie of Venom that's been in development forever has gone from, like, a zero on my interest scale up to a ten because they have cast um, Tom Hardy as Venom, which I was like, uh, what? I had no interest in a Venom movie. I like the character, but Sony kind of, 
I, I just like just keep screwing up Spider-Man so much. But Tom Hardy on board, I'm kind of on board as well. I'm kind of excited about that because he's just yeah, such a good actor, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he was a great bang. <laughs> yeah. I also hope that means he's going to be going to my local comic book shop some more to do research, and I might bump into him. Nice. Because he shops, we shop at the same comic book store. Yeah. Cool. So that's the only bit of news I had. I think there's been some news about Inhumans as well. There's a trailer apparently that's imminent, but um, has not been released yet. Apparently, uh, some leaked images from the trailer um, have not been. People haven't been that favourable about them. Uh, but it's always hard to tell, obviously, from stills. Um, because a lot of people didn't like the, the costumes, you know, for the Flash, uh, for the series, but, you know, kind of liked it as soon as you see it on, on screen. Yeah. Um, so it's always hard to tell. Um, and there was also a trailer released for another another superhero show that's coming out called Gifted, which is a kind of X-Men TV show. Uh, it's going to have Amy Ackerin, who was in Angel um, and Dollhouse. So that's cool. Um, but it, it, I saw the trailer and it just kind of looks like a generic X-Men-y type thing at the moment. So we'll have to see. Yeah. So many shows coming early. up. Yeah. Yeah. You could, don't really know that much about it. Um, okay. So this week we are going to be talking about episode eight of season one of Iron Fist, The Blessing of Many Fractures. This was written by Tamara Betcher Wilkinson, and this was directed by Kevin Tencherowen. Thank you. Yeah, I, I googled the ice cream scene. I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I, yeah, I, I'm not saying Tommy will like it. I just want, I'm just looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Uh, so in this episode, the synopsis, in, the great synopsis is Danny faces his fear and Colleen meets her match. Does she? I mean, I don't, not really. Uh, Joy makes a hasty decision while Ward struggles to accept his sister's admiration. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> these I, descriptions I, are I really bad. I read the description before I rewatched it and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I read it and I was like, I can't remember at all what they're talking about in this episode. Yeah. I was like, because I couldn't remember if this was the one where they went to China or all. I, I don't know. It just made no sense to me. Uh, China. <laughs> yes. Uh, we discussed China before, Tammy, where I said they do go to China. And when we were watching the show, I can like when uh, when it aired, me and Rebecca, I completely forgot they were meant to be in China. And I was like, what part of New York are we in again now? I think it was in the next episode. She was like, no, we're in China. I was like. Oh, yeah, because we're just in another warehouse. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so we open up and Claire Temple is back. Uh, and she is, <laughs> I was my chair. And she's reading a letter, we presume, from Luke. Uh, while she's showering, she gets a call from Danny to warn her that someone's there to get her. Um, when she gets out of the shower, she's grabbed. Oh, no. And then she's out of the series forever. No, she's not, unfortunately. Um... So while this is going on, Danny goes to the Meacham layer and he finds it empty and sees lots of blood on the floor and then hides. Uh, and then we realise it was actually Colleen that attacked Claire and she helps her escape as someone's trying to get in with a member of the hand. Um, and Danny attacks the person who arrives in the Meacham layer and it's it's floppy haired Ward looking insane. <laughs> so well, I hilarious. I, oh, I freaking love Ward with every episode. My love for Ward grows and grows. I love him so much. 
my favourite character. Uh, Will, I have to ask you on your opinion of this. What is your opinion of Ward? You know, I didn't um, like him early on, but I started to like him, I think, when he, when he started seeing things and going crazy. <laughs> I think I started <laughs> to like him then. I think we all just love Ward when he's being, like, punished. I think we all enjoy a bit of Ward, yeah. Ward punishment. <laughs> So, like, the scene where he's just pretending that he, like, has no idea what happened. <laughs> that he oh, it's so great. With Danny. Yeah. Wait, like, when he's, like, got his hat, head in his hands, and he's like, oh, oh, what's happened? Oh, no. And you're like, yeah. oh, Ward, you're such what a snake. <laughs> what is, what is this? Oh, I, I love it. Um, and he's acting all ill, and Danny's blaming himself, and Ward's like, "Hey, if you're if you're gonna blame yourself, I'll totally blame you as well." So it is all your fault. <laughs> it's like, "What you asshole?" Because this whole episode is like Danny feeling bad about stuff and being on the verge of tears. <laughs> that's a that's a superhero trait, though. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. what was it that uh, yeah. that Jessica Jones in quotes uh, tweeted the other day, Tammy, where she said. Someone's oh, borrowed my God. scarf. I've got it back, and it smells of sweat and emotions. Yeah, <laughs> like that. yeah. I was like, "That's that's Matt Murdock, sweat and emotions." Yeah, it's so funny. Oh, that Jessica yeah, Jones I gotta, I gotta Twitter is amazing. Start following the other their other Twitter accounts, but because I only follow Jessica Jones, they are great because they all interact and stuff, and I, I'm sure yeah. they will interact more as we get nearer the defenders. Yeah, and they and Jessica just seems to be mean a lot to uh, Danny, which I enjoy. Um, so this is when Ward tells Danny to stay away from him and Joy, and he calls him a cancer, and I was like, Ward, that's so harsh! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he, Ward, we see he's bought all this bleach and stuff to clean, and the question has to be asked, where the hell is Kyle? Where's uh, Kyle? It's big in my notes. Where's yeah. Kyle? <laughs> I, mine takes up three lines. Where's Kyle? Three question marks. <laughs> Where is he? Is he on holiday? He's Has on he got a day off? Or he's on a date. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he might be on a. D- oh, I don't think Harold would let him have time off for a date. No. Oh, probably not. Where is he? Oh, Kyle. Do you reckon he's like been hiding all this time, listening to what's oh, going on? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Poor Kyle. His hair's turned white. Oh. Uh, so Danny tells Colleen and Claire that he's going to the factory in Anjo Anjo, that's how you say it Um, and he said that his father never visited the foreign sites for Rand and he's blaming Gal for the plane crash Um, and Claire says something I agree with here which is it could be a trap and I was like yeah that's true Claire yes, yes I agree I said the same thing it's like yeah uh, why would why would Gal just like tell him random bits of information if she didn't think it was going to serve her in some way at some point? Mm-hmm. Well, even when like we see Gal captured, supposedly at the yeah. end of this episode, I mean that's like I wouldn't think like oh yeah she'd she's been I, I've managed to capture her because I've overpowered her. We've seen what she can do. No, she's being exactly. captured because she's letting them capture her. Exactly. It's like a total, um, I don't know, Loki in the Avengers situation. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Did they watch the Avengers? <laughs> yeah. Well, there was the, there was like a run of films where that happened in it, wasn't it? People getting captured on purpose. Like I remember they did it in um, 
the second Star Trek film as well with uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch, and I think they did it with yeah. some other things, and it's like okay, enough of this. Um, so I uh, so Claire does actually mention Matt's, but not in name because she says she's seen someone deal with a hand before. I don't understand Claire's like she says it could be a trap. This is a really bad idea. Oh, but I'm going with you. I was like, I don't understand. I I don't understand this. What do you guys think? Because like. I, I get a bit annoyed later on that she manages to take down a member of the hand by herself because to me that doesn't make any sense because she is just well the the only reason she was able to do that is because their weapons had poison in them oh yeah that's true oh you're right that's the only reason it's yeah not like she she didn't use her little Wolverine claws did she no <laughs> yeah so or she used cool. the I can't even remember how she did it <laughs> those were cool um but I don't understand why she's like oh well I'm going too it, it just feels a bit too much like they had Rosario Dawson for so many episodes and they were like oh well we need to give her something to do in this episode because I don't understand why she goes to China because she I hates mean, the hand I don't know yeah. I didn't have as big of a problem I didn't have a problem with uh, Claire and Luke Cage but in this series yeah she's a She's too much sometimes. Like I was like cringing in this scene when she sat down later on sometimes when she just kind of inserts herself <laughs> into things. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a bit later and I'm just like, Argh. I'm okay for inserting herself between Danny and Colleen. I don't need them to carry her. So. <laughs> you don't want Claire and Danny together though. Oh no. No, but she's not going to. I don't want Claire with anybody. <laughs> and I don't want the protagonist with anybody either at this point. Agreed. Just all terrible. Yeah. Why do okay. any of these shows have to have relationships in them? It doesn't make any sense. Everyone should be single and bitter. Yeah. Like exactly. me. It'll make it better. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Their bitterness will spur them on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the secret to my success. <laughs> mine too, Will. Mine too. <laughs> this is why we are so successful. <laughs> um, so Danny's plan is to kidnap Gal, but he hasn't got a plan, but he's going to think of it on the plane. I was like, um, Danny, Danny. Danny, we need to, like, Danny, come here. We need to have a sit-down. Um, Gal's, like, insanely powerful. I don't think you can just kidnap her by running up to her and, like, throwing a blanket over her head and throwing her over your shoulder, um, which is kind of what he's thinking, I think. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'll just kidnap her. Like, no, Danny, no. Um, and he has, like, a, a bit of a tantrum here and then apologises. As I put in my notes, he has a puppy tantrum. <laughs> Because he's just like, meh, but I'm going to meh, 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 It's like, Danny. <laughs> this is hard. Yeah. I, I, do, I do love him, but he's, he's, a bit, he's a bit of a puppy in this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Joy is in the room with Ward when their visitors passes, which must hurt. And Lawrence arrives. He's already packed their things up, and he needs them to sign their termination agreements. They get 100 million in severance each. And Woods. Okay yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would so be okay with that. I'd be like, only a hundred million. Oh crap. <laughs> what am I supposed I to do with that? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you, you think? But um, Joy is not going anywhere. So I think this is kind of interesting because I like, like as I've said, I don't think Joy's had much to do, but she gets yeah. a bit more to do in this episode because we find that she's a little bit more ruthless than we thought, maybe. And she thinks she learned that all from her brother. 
really, she learned it from her dad. She just didn't know. Um, And Ward's going all Lady Macbeth and hallucinating blood everywhere. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like everywhere. All over the place. (laughs) Yeah, particularly later, it's like full-on shining blood pouring out of the lift, and it's like, (laughs) okay, okay, Ward. Uh, So they apparently both have to sign, but Joy wants to talk to Ward before signing. Um, And then they do a little bit of reminiscing, and Joy used to want to breed horses, and Ward sees it as a chance to change her destinies, but Joy's now adamant she wants to stay because she earned her position. Yeah. Which is fair enough. I think, yeah, good for you. You know, she's worked hard and stuff. It's not what she wanted to do, but she wants to fight for what she's achieved. hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but they're currently, like, billionaires, so... It's only a hundred million dollars, Tammy. That's nothing. Oh, that's. So I mean, how would how would you even? That's a hundred million things. <laughs> that's a hundred million things you could buy at the dollar store, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> um, and she says she's going to put put together a strategy, and Ward's just like, oh, I want to leave. Oh, I'm going crazy. Ah. Um, so back on the plane, I wrote in my notes. Uh, we're, we're back on the plane. Tammy Tammy goes, God damn it, are we going to watch that crash again? I know. But we don't. Much. We don't see it. We just hear about it again. Over and over. I get it. It's It was sad. Okay. <laughs> it was it's very sad. sad. <laughs> no, look, Danny, no one cares about your sadness, okay? <laughs> I just imagine you sitting uh, there being like, whatever, Danny Rand. Meh. <laughs> I like how Colleen's sleeping on the plane with her sword next to her. <laughs> so badass. Well, we think she's sleeping. Yeah. Of course she's not. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, yeah, they're on the plane. Claire is reading her love letters from Luke again. Um, Danny's freaked out by the turbulence, as you would be. <laughs> like, um, yeah, because, you know. He needs to stop flying places. I mean, I know he's got to get to China, but seriously, yeah. like should come up with another plan. Doesn't he have, like, a private submarine or something? I mean, he's super rich. I I, I mean, and and Claire and Colleen wanted to go to China. Just let them go. Yeah, he can (laughs) just stay at home. He can stay at home. stay in New York. (laughs) (laughs) Madam Gao coming back to New York at some point. Oh, she must be. Yeah, why couldn't he... I don't know. He (laughs) he wants to blow up the... the, I think he thinks he'll get answers in China. Even though he doesn't, because the only thing he asks about is if she killed his parents, which he could have asked her when she was back in New York, but... Yeah. I don't know. Um, At least he kind of knows that she's going there anyway. Uh, We find out some of the music on Danny's iPod. Tammy, I want to know if you approve. Blacklicious? (laughs) Sure. BDP? (laughs) Yeah. Big big pun? I don't know who that is. (laughs) Didn't Blacklicious do the alphabet rap? Where it's like, like I mean, artificial was, amateurs, you know, like, aren't at all amazing. When Danny was 10 years old, so what was this, 15 years ago? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they do that one where it's, I don't know the whole thing, but I think it was Black Issues, it's where it's like, each line is, and it gets faster and faster, and I just remember like the start of it is like, artificial amateurs, aren't at all amazing. I think yeah. big pun is, uh, I'm not the a player, I just crush a lot. Oh, yeah, oh. okay. Well, yes. I knew that. <laughs> I don't know big pun. Claire starts asking about Danny and Colleen, and I wrote, mind your own business, Claire! I know, God. Like, stop being so nosy. Like, oh, Claire. Oh, Claire. But her asking him, 
you know, to talk about what happened to his parents, helped him out and get through his post It did. Stuff. That was good. I, I did approve of that. I, I am kind of interested that she says she has no boyfriend. Um, yes. But I guess she doesn't yeah. want to be too committed to Luke while he's in jail. I don't know. I mean, why not? Why would you want to be? <laughs> True. She doesn't know how long he's going to be there. To do her thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did, so this, I went from being annoyed to agreeing with her in this scene, because I was annoyed when she's like, oh, what about you and Colleen? I was like, shut up. Um, but then when when she got, helped him get through his, uh, his um, post-traumatic stress, I was like, yes, yes, Claire, this is good. And then she starts arguing with Colleen, and I just hate the way she's like, I think Gandhi would disagree with you. I was like, ah, shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, her, her and Colleen kind of both annoyed me in this scene. Yeah. And they were They were arguing, yeah. And meanwhile, Daddy's just there going. Ah. Um, he's about to cry at any moment. <laughs> he's about to cry at any moment in this entire episode. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> his little puppy tears. Um, so we see the aftermath of the crash this time, and we see Wendell and the pilot dead in the snow with the monk standing over. So from a different angle, I think that's the first time we've seen Wendell dead, isn't it? I don't think we saw him dead before. I thought we just saw him. Say, I love you, Danny, on the plane. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, and then as Danny calms down, the turbulence kind of starts to calm down a bit as well. Um, yeah, so that made me wonder if that was, like, if all of that was real turbulence or were just focused on Danny and him feeling it more turbulent than what than it really was. It could be. It could be a way that they cranked it up with the, uh, the effects to make it as though we were seeing it through his eyes. Um, yeah, because it didn't like Colleen was as you know, I don't know. She just didn't seem to. I mean, I I guess she doesn't care about turbulence, but well, she's know. flown before like, as well. Like yeah. he hasn't flown since the plane crash. Well, um, he had to have flown right. From, well, I don't know. No, because he made his way off. back. He made his way back, not flying. I think he made his way back like over land and boats and stuff. He must have, because I'm like, I don't know how else you're getting there, but Hanlon <laughs> just stops and drops him off in New York. <laughs> <laughs> just spits him out. He appears over New York, spits him out, and then disappears. The <laughs> wow. Um, so, back in uh, New York, Ward enters Lawrence's office. Lawrence is doing a little bit of putting. My nephew was doing putting this morning, and I saw a video of it, and it was adorable. It's, it's like his first his first go at doing golf, yeah. And he's not even two years <laughs> now, old. Now he can wear like crazy clothes. As well. <laughs> I'm gonna buy him a mini golf outfit, and it's gonna be adorable, oh, and it's gonna be so colourful and amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and a, and a little hat as well. Um, uh, I'm gonna dress him up like a teeny tiny Donald Trump playing golf. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, uh, so <laughs> Ward mentions um, that he and Joy can't reach an agreement. And he asks that his severance is independent of Joy's. And I love this because it shows how much he he just wants a way out of this life. You know, he's just like, just give me the severance pay. Joy can stay. Whatever. I just want to get out. You know, you I, I feel like you really feel how much he wants out of this this life. And even though he has just killed his dad, I'm still sympathetic to him. <laughs> um at first, I thought this was some kind of plan, like this maybe it was part of Joy's plan, but then I realized, nope, he's just going behind her back. Yeah, yeah. that's what they do. Um, and he's willing to take just $30 million, 
which is fair enough because I mean he was going to run away in the previous episode with 25 million before Harold took it from him um, and he even says that he'll give Lawrence half a million um, and Lawrence tells him that Harold would be ashamed which is not, so not nice I hate, yeah act together well, and, I mean yeah. you're, you're, out, you're out you know ousting these two owners of this company yeah. that their family built and you care about like that Ward and Joy aren't friends anymore I mean give exactly. me a break exactly. it's so stupid I was like oh I'm done with you Lawrence get out of here <laughs> I love it I'm done with you Lawrence whatever <laughs> well after what we find out later maybe he uh, won't be around for much longer um, <laughs> so we find out that Joy has already rejected the offer and Ward even after that like begs and it's just like oh and I wrote a little sad face in my notes because I just want to give Ward a hug at this point and go it's okay Ward it's okay <laughs> um, uh, but obviously Lawrence says it's too too late so Ward is not happy um, so now we're in China guys <laughs> this is where I I think I said earlier in the series I, I think Iron Fist is the show that suffers most from budget Yeah. because I I just wish I don't know where they film this I, I wish they had the budget to like I don't know do some some on location filming I mean it would have cost a fortune but you just, I, I just feel like the difference between this and seeing, like, Benedict Cumberbatch actually walking around Tibet in Doctor Strange. Yeah. You know? The the difference is, it just it just shows. And um, I think yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, another Netflix show. I'm oh, sorry, another Netflix show, Sense8 films in, like, 16 different cities. And it really does add to the show. Yeah. In, yeah. In the cities. Well, even, like, I've said before, the fact that, like, the Netflix shows do film in New York... I think makes such a, a big difference um, because it is, you know, even when it's not, you're not seeing land, landmarks, you can feel it's New York, you know, they're actually yeah. filming in that city. It feels authentic rather than, say, filming in Toronto and pretending it's New York or, you know, Chicago and pretending it's New York. Um, it's it's just like a shame we can't get some on-location stuff for other places. I, I just think that extra bit of money just would have, really opened up the scope of of this i mean iron fist is the show out of the four shows that does open up the the world a bit it is like the doctor strange the how doctor strange was in the movies you know to to the shows and i just feel like that money would have made such a difference if they could have done that yeah but you know uh we're in china uh <laughs> <laughs> too bad they didn't have that 30 million Oh, that thirty million, yeah. That extra thirty million. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, in China, Danny and Colleen are scoping out the warehouse while Claire sleeps in the car. Uh, they're waiting for Gal to show up, and then Colleen and Danny have quite a sweet little discussion where they discuss Danny's mum. And Colleen says she also saw her mum die, but she didn't realise it at the time. I was like, what? I don't understand this. <laughs> so she found out years later her mum was sick. Um, but her dad didn't talk about it after that, and he sent her to live with her grandpa in Japan. So this kind of fits in with what we read about her origin, you know, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and I guess he, maybe her grandpa taught her a lot of martial arts stuff. Um, and they go to kiss, and cock blocker Claire appears and interrupts. 
That's okay with me. I was like, God damn it, Claire. Like, what are you doing? But yeah, fine. Um, <laughs> I, I still prefer these two together than um, Luke and Claire. Well, yes. Obviously. But I do want, I still want Danny with Misty. That's what I want. Yeah. Uh, so then we meet this uh, blind beggar who's got a bowl. Uh, I so I wonder if he was like one of the guys who worked for Gal with the heroin, you know, that she yeah. blinded, and then for some reason he's been chucked off the program. I don't know, and he now begs outside. But or if he's actually like, I wondered if he was like a guard. So he's he's yeah he's working for Gal, but he's pretending to be a beggar. I don't know. Yeah, but if he's working for Gal, I mean, why would he tell her all that information? It just seems weird, because if he's, like, left, he's no longer working for Gal, I would have thought that Gal would have just killed him, rather than yeah. let him live. It doesn't seem like Gal would let him live, but I don't know. Um, but, you know, conveniently he's there, and Colleen goes to chat with him and gives him some money, and asks him for info and manages to convince him to talk. Um... Meanwhile, back in New York, Joy is walking Luke Cage on his leash. Because <laughs> if Luke Cage was a dog, he would be this dog, damn it. He would be a Rottweiler, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, and Ward is super angry and confronts her about this whole plan. I just love this scene. I know, we know the dog's still alive, which is good. Um, I love this scene. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah. I think both of them work really well because we find out that Joy is actually really sneaky and has gone to like a PI and stuff to get all these photos she of the was, board. She was going to Jessica Jones. Yes. Yeah. Well, we assume it's <laughs> so Jessica. Sneaky. It kind of goes matches that she wasn't sober, you know, half the time, which is awesome. And I love yeah. that as a, a mention of another character without actually saying them by name. Yeah. You know, I, oh, it was I love so that. good. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And just Jessica's like gone and like taken photos of all, everyone on the board. Um, but I just love, like, the two of them talking, like, just like a brother and sister, you know, and I think, I think, like, like, Ward in this scene is so interesting to watch, like, because she sort of talks about how Ward, one day he just put up this wall, and we can assume that was when he found out that Harold was alive, and he then has to hide this from her, and they only ever talk about work, and, like, they won't talk about anything else and and then she tells him he's the person she most admires and you can see Ward like he like he does such a good job in this scene and you can see that and he says to her he's not the person she thinks he is and he hates himself so much yeah. you know and he wants her to hate him and the fact that she says that she admires him he can't handle that that's that's like worse than her saying she hates him you know I just I think he's I just think he's the most fascinating character in the show at this point I don't blame Ward for that because somebody said you're the person I most admire. Will I wouldn't know how to handle that either. <laughs> Will, yeah, you are the person I most admire. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think this kind of I I don't know. I think this this scene like got to me because I'm like super close with my sister, and anything where there's like a sibling relationship and it's like siblings that have been close and then they've kind of drifted apart and stuff. I I always find it kind of gets me in the feels a bit because like, because I, I, me and my sister like swore when we were kids, we would never let that like happen to us, you know, never let money or anything like that get in the way. And I, so I think it kind of gets to me a bit because I can't imagine like being kind of estranged from my, my sibling, 
I don't know. Maybe it affected me more than you guys. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't cry, but I was close. I thought the acting was really good, and so yeah. I felt for the characters because of the acting. Yeah. I can't say I'm like this with my brothers. So. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just kept saying, I was just like, tell her, tell her, tell her. Oh, I know, right? So, yeah. And you can see he wants to, and like at the end, he says he's done with the lies, and he wants to tell her everything, and it's like. <gasps> Um, yeah. And I think she does a really good job in this episode because finally she's actually given something to work with. Because I think for episodes and episodes, she's had nothing to work with yeah. apart from sort of be like, oh, Ward, what are you doing? Um, yeah, so I, I love this scene. It's probably my favourite scene in the episode, uh, apart from, well, one later. Um, so Colleen reports back to Danny and Claire. <laughs> no, I mean in this episode. There's a scene later in this episode. You know which one. Might might involve a a, a drunken Mancunian, maybe, um, which we'll get to in a bit. Uh, so Colleen reports back, and they've decided they will sneak in and torch the place when everyone leaves for dinner. And I was watching this. I remember originally thinking that that doesn't sound like a very good vibe, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Because I know they're all leaving for dinner, but there's going to be guards and other people around. Like, it doesn't mean the the big heroin operation warehouse is going to be empty. Um, I don't know. Just didn't seem like the the best plan. Um, but we do get uh, Danny or Finn Jones's stunt double do an awesome like little spin jump up the gate. That was really cool. Um, I just was like, oh, so what's going to happen with the phone? They made it. Oh, long. yes, because you see the phone <laughs> fall. Yeah, I was like, yeah. all right, what's going to happen with the phone? Yeah. Like, they didn't even need that. They could have just had her looking for the phone. I know I drop my phone in my car all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's me right. by myself, just dropping my phone in my car. <laughs> but when they really focus on it, you know it's going to come up. Yeah, and it's just kind of... Although you're saying that... I watched a film this week um, and there was a scene where a character put a band-aid on another character and they really focused on this band-aid and it was like a bit of a mystery thriller thing. They really focused on this band-aid and I was like, okay, that band-aid's going to come back. Nope, never came back. (laughs) I have no idea why they focused on it so much. It was very strange. So sometimes it does trip you up, but often you can kind of tell when something's going to be important later. I, I think specifically in these Marvel Netflix shows, pretty much know. <laughs> well, you guys knew about the, the bowl in the earlier episode. You picked up on uh, that, and I never did. I was, it, was, it just stuck out in, in Joy's <laughs> house. I was like, something in this decor does not belong. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. Yeah. One of these things does not belong. Um... Maybe I was just too enchanted by her chandelier in her house. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, I, I, think I so. can do that. Uh, so we see the guards at this warehouse armed with swords, uh, and Matt finally gets his wish, and I hope he enjoyed this scene, uh, because Colleen attacks his guard. Uh, oh, no, this is later, sorry. First of all, she attacks his guard and chokes this guard out, and they both oh, enter yeah. the warehouse, and this is a proper mad scientist lab with, like, Yes. It's not so much like a proper a proper lab you would see like in Breaking Bad. This is like a lab out of like I don't know Dexter's laboratory or something. Because like all the colors, all the tubes, Willy Wonka's making everlasting gobstoppers in here. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's kind of insane, but I, it did make me laugh because it is like something you'd see out of a comic book, you know? Yeah. Um, 
and we see the the heroine with this little symbol on it, the steel serpent uh, symbol. And Danny tells a bit about it, and he says it's a sacred symbol. And by Gal putting it on the heroine, it's basically her giving the finger <laughs> to Kunlin. And I was like, oh, Gal. I love you so much. <laughs> You're my hero. <laughs> She's such a freaking badass. I love her. Oh. Um, I want to know, like, what happened between her and the people of Kunlun, and that, like, what made her the way she is. Because it seems like she must have, like, been in good favor with them at one point to be able to, like, travel there and back and yeah. do all kinds of stuff and, like, know so much about them. Yeah. And then, like, what made her want to work for the hand and have a drug operation? If they, if they like, if, if Marvel and Netflix announced tomorrow that they were going to do a 13 episode series called Gal, I would not be sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so happy. I'd be like, oh my God, just Gal, just Gal being a badass. Oh. Yeah. Like, even if they just have, like, a couple of one off episodes just to, like, explain her backstory a little bit. Like, I hope, hopefully like, it will come up in. Yeah. Defenders, maybe? I don't know. I don't know if she's I, in Defenders. I mean, I, I love her, but I just don't understand really what her motivation or why she does what she does. Because, like, most of the other bad guys, we kind of learn why they are what they are. Mm-hmm. They're not just, like, twirly mustache bad guys. Like, you know, they have, a, they're all flushed out. But Madame Gal, <laughs> I love her, but she's just a twirly mustache bad guy. <laughs> like, there's no <laughs> right or reason to what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the fact well I think she's just giving the finger to Kunlun and I oh, love that no, it's great. And that's I, her purpose I why. Like, it's, it's great yeah oh, oh I love it it's crazy I love it <laughs> um, uh, so Danny is preparing to torch the place and then in the, in the foreground did you guys see like the table covered in all the heroin like all the yeah. heroin in the world <laughs> like oh my word oh um, and this is when Danny says that he's scared by his anger towards Gal about her possibly killing his parents. And Colleen relates because when she goes in the cage, uh, the cage fight, she becomes unleashed and she's always been very controlled. And Danny's like, what, un- what unleashed you, Colleen? She's like, it was you. And I was like, <laughs> shut up. So he's, he's unleashed Colleen. And presumably she's unleashed him because she's, Popped his cherry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Claire spots Gal arriving and is looking for her phone but can't find it. So she honks the horn. She honked the hell out of the horn. <laughs> she really did. And even Gal's like, uh, yeah, that's totally uh, the Iron Fist <laughs> coming to do <laughs> stuff. I love Gal's just like, because the guy's like, oh, it might be one of the villagers. And she's like, nah, it's totally someone from further away. <laughs> yeah. I do not know subtlety, Claire. I mean, no. she's just I feel like, like, you know, that when she drives off, she just flips the guy yeah. off. Like, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> and presumably she just goes and drives in circles because she comes back yeah, later. Yeah, of course she gets to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. on the car ride to the, the heroin warehouse. Like, she doesn't even know where she is. Yeah, she's... A, it's a, it'd be great if she just drove away and is never seen again. <laughs> they just beat back up with her in New York and they're like, uh, what happened? She's like, oh, sorry, guys. 
Um, they wrote me out of the show for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I only do so many episodes a season. Uh, so Danny sends Colleen after Claire. And then, uh, actually, uh, I'll save that for a minute. Uh, Colleen grants all of Matt's wishes and has an epic sword fight with this yeah. female guard, Chinese style versus okay. Japanese style. And it is awesome and I love it. And it made me want to rewatch like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or something. It was great. I love this. Did you like this this fight scene? Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. So I'm guessing this is Colleen meeting her match from the synopsis, even though she doesn't really meet her match because she beats this woman quite easily. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but there's a another little fight going on, guys. Will and Tammy, uh, with a little a new a new friend of ours, Joe oh. Chang. Yes. Joe Chang. Uh, stay around. Oh. Yeah, it needs to be on my TV more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you remember, guys, when I said that all my favourite characters in this season were like the villains? Like yeah. Gal, Ward. Yeah, this is one of them. I freaking love this character so much. <laughs> so much. And I remember uh, Rebecca and I were very excited during this scene watching it. Um, I, because I, as I've said, when, uh, when we had um, uh, Scythe, in the episode as well, who I also love. I just love cocky bad guys taunting <laughs> the Iron Fist. It really yeah. amuses me. And I just love that this guy is absolutely plastered and is just completely like, yeah, whatever. Well, oh, yeah, and then it. we find out he has to be. Like, his pa- he's so powerful mm-hmm. that he has to remain, like, drunk to just kind of... <laughs> Be to keep stable. his dragon sedated, as he says. Yeah. Oh, I'd I love know. it. Exactly. Yeah, I can respect him to beat Danny somehow. That would have been just hilarious. This drunk guy. Oh, just, yeah. The one who takes down the Iron Fist. And it says, um, he says that he's a dis- uh, disciple of Chi Lin and defender of the hand. And Chi Lin insists upon him being drunk. I've got some information on this character later. Um, but we should say this actor is Louis Tan. Um, who is from Manchester, so he's got quite a... I didn't know if you guys picked up on his accent, because it's a bit of a wacky British accent. Um, But, yeah, he's totally got a Manchester accent, or as we would say, a Manc accent over here. Um, Which just sounds really strange, because all of a sudden you're in China, and then all of a sudden we were like, oh, my God, we're in Coronation Street, which is one of our soap (laughs) operas over here. Um, Yeah, it just kind of is amazing, but I love this character so much. And a bit of trivia as well. I don't know if you know this, Will. Lewis Tan is the guy who almost played Iron Fist. Okay. He auditioned to play Iron Fist. He got close to being cast. And then when Finn Jones was cast, he was asked to audition again for a villain role. And a lot of people really, really wanted Lewis Tan to play Iron Fist because he is a martial artist and he is um, half Asian. Um, his dad is from Singapore I think his mum's from England I think his mum's Caucasian Um, I mean I don't know what he's like as an actor but I think he's definitely got the fighting chops in the scene I mean you were saying earlier Tammy about his fighting like he's he's so graceful even though he's drunk yeah you know I mean he he fights Danny at like the very one of the very first thing he does is hit him with his like butt (laughs) 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 and I can that. <laughs> <laughs> That's your fighting style. You're like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, what kind of what yeah, fighting style is that? <laughs> I've knocked children over with my hips. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're belly dancing and those 
pretty much. And you know, then they're in my way. Oh, <laughs> oh, those hips don't lie, as Shakira said, Tari. Yeah. Uh, no, they just knocked children out. They knocked children out. I like that he says he likes Danny's haircut, but I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, I prefer your haircut, Joe <laughs> Uh, your haircut is less la- golden labradoodle and more human being. Um, and then this whole thing where he like kind of rolls over himself and then does this pose while talking. Oh, it's so good. I was like, is he gonna? I really thought they were gonna have a dance off for a second. I was so <laughs> what? Like it's it's like that by um, Run DMC. Who's gonna start playing? <laughs> Well, I was like, this is this is my breakdancing pose. That's all I do. I don't know how to break dance, but I will pose, and that's it. That's my pose. God, it was a breakdancing pose. That would have been amazing if they went into, like, a dance-off. Oh, my word. I, I just like that Joe Cheng is, like, fighting him using his, like, little gourd that he's drinking out of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so great. And I love that Madame Gao had to wake him up. She's just like, wake up! <laughs> Fight this guy. Oh, so good. Like, yeah, this scene is amazing. Um, so Danny starts coughing up blood, so obviously he is kind of beating him. Um, and then Joe, like I said to you guys, I think last week, the whole idea of Danny not being true to his vow um, kind of comes back, the fact that he's a bit of a rubbish iron fist at this point. Um, and and Joe, kind of, Joe Chang kind of, like, um, mocks him on this, and he says, you know, he's remained true to his vow to protect the hand, um, but Danny is there to punish, not to protect. And that shows that he has no honour. And that's when Danny gets really angry and smashes the little gourd or jug or whatever it is on his head. And then, like, beats him to a pulp. He goes, like, full Matt Murdock on him. Yeah. You know? Like, Claire must be getting deja vu watching him beating this guy up. She must be thinking, oh, he's another Matt Murdock. Oh, OK. Because, uh, like, it's just kind of what Matt does, you know? And he gets angry, just beats him around the head. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, Claire and Colleen stop him. Meanwhile, Ward and Joy arrive at the evil penthouse, and this is when it turns into The Shining, because there's blood pouring out of the elevator and everywhere. <laughs> and Ward immediately freaks out and, like, goes to leave, kind of runs away. away. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I brought you here to ask you for money. Uh, you pity me. I don't want your pity. You should hate me. Meh. And then Joy's kind of like, what the hell? <laughs> um, but it, it makes sense, obviously, with earlier and what we know about him, because he does want her to hate him because he's killed their dad. But yeah. she doesn't know. I that. mean, it's it's not even just that he killed their dad. I mean, he's he, lied to her. He's lied to her and had his, his dad alive this whole time. Like, I almost think that that's almost worse than him killing their dad. Mm hmm. Yeah. But mind you, like, oh, would you want would you want Harold around? I wouldn't. No. Ugh. But then he'd probably be more gentle with with Joy. Sorry, well. Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry. I was just saying, what was he planning on showing her in there? Well, he says he something gonna... like, "This is gonna. You might be amazed by what you see." He says something like that, and I was like, "What an apartment?" Because like Harold's <laughs> not in there. Yeah. Maybe he meant introducing her to Kyle. She'd be amazed because Kyle's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just thought like once he showed her the apartment, then he would tell her. Yeah, that's what uh-huh. I figured. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there'd be stuff relating to Harold lying around, and then he could go through it with her, but I 
Yeah, I don't know. Now I'm just imagining like a whole Bates Motel situation where he just dresses up as Harold. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's me, Ward. What are you doing? I'm not Ward. It's me, Daddy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I freaking love Bates Motel. <laughs> it's so good. It's Daddy. so. Good. Sorry to derail. Have you watched the whole thing yet? Uh, no, I haven't watched any of the latest series, which is the one I know with Rihanna. So. Well, it's the last. It's the last season. Yeah, yeah. So well, she's so playing Marion Marion Crane, um, who is the uh, the infamous shower death yeah. from yep. Psycho. Um, but yeah, although Freddie Highmore kind of really creeps me out in it, and also when he's interviewed yeah. as a as yeah. an actor, he freaks me out. As a person, I think I'd be scared if I met him. He doesn't get any less creepy in the final season, just so you know. Spoiler Sweet. alert. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch it. <laughs> I I love I love the original Psycho. It's so good, um, and Psycho Two as well. Very underrated. Uh, so uh, Danny is now a crying puppy, crying puppy face everywhere. Um, he is upset because he's basically almost killed uh, someone who's far more awesome than him at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Danny, as well, but I'm sorry, you're no Joe Chang at this point. I mean, Joe Chang is freaking no. awesome. Um, and then Gal randomly appears out of nowhere <laughs> and tells him that anger is a gift and she would love to teach him. Which is, this just made me think of like the Emperor and Luke Skywalker. Like, yeah. ah, I will teach you, I will bring you to the dark side, young Skywalker. Um, and uh, Danny wants answers from her, but she doesn't give any. Uh, so Claire gets ready to fight, grabs Wolverine claws. Yeah, so weird. Oh, so it. weird. It's very strange, but I'm like, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. And then says that she, uh, oh, this is when Gal tells him to submit. And when he says yeah. no, she tells them to kill the women. And Claire says, I regret this trip. And I was like, well, you didn't have to go on it, Claire. Stop <laughs> your moaning. Oh, oh, you wind me up so much. Um, and there are things I like about the show, by the way. I know I'm complaining about everything. Um, <laughs> so we get this fight, and this is when we find out about the poison weapons. So that's how... Because I didn't see her her use the weapon. Because one of them used the guard's weapon on the other guard, didn't they? And that's how one of them died. But I didn't see how the other guard died. I thought maybe Colleen well, or Colleen, someone... Well, Colleen, like, sliced one of the guys. So I just thought, well, maybe that's why. Mm, that and then, it. yeah... And the one used the weapon on the other by accident. <laughs> and then they get all veiny, which is, as we know in TV yeah. and film, a shortcut to being poisoned. Um, yeah. And this is when Danny remembers that there were signs of poison on his dad and on the pilot. So Danny becomes a very angry puppy at this point and summons the Iron Fist. And Gal genuinely looks scared, which is kind of like, holy shit, like... Like, this is the only person the Kingpin was scared of, you know? Um, and then Danny punches the door into smithereens, and I just thought this time, what if you just saw Gal go flying across the earth? <laughs> 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 it would kind of be amazing. <laughs> just out the door. Uh, and then she doesn't look that bothered that he's kind of smashed the door right next to her head. Um, and then he grabs her and leaves. Da, da, da. That's the end of the episode. So, what do you guys think is going to happen? I'm going to ask you now for the end of the episode. Well, I already know a lot. Oh, you know, yeah, you know, oh, Will. Yeah. You don't answer, Will. Uh, Tammy, 
All the pressure's uh, on you. Well, um, I feel like Gao is going to get out of this somehow. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's really going to punish her that much. Um, he's just, he's not very good at his job, so, <laughs> being the Iron Fist, so... Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he's just going to want to know about his dad instead of looking at the bigger picture. Mm. And that's not good, Danny. Yeah. You've had 15 years to deal with grief. <laughs> like, exactly. So, so, some people, you know, deal with grief by, you know, doing athletic things like working out. And he's worked out for 15 years. So. <laughs> what, what Tabby's saying, Danny, is get over it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I hate to say that because that's terrible, but yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't think he's he's going to in the next episode or two. Well, we'll see. I think yeah. this is definitely a, like an origin. You know, it is an origin story. Even though he became the Iron Fist in Kunlun, I think yeah. this series is him becoming the Iron Fist. You know. He got the title, but he maybe doesn't understand what the title means, and now he's earning it. Yeah, yeah. I still don't know if he really understands what it means, because, like, at least what it's been explained to us so far, and I I haven't read the comics, so I don't know, but, Mm -hmm. like, that the Iron Fist is supposed to protect Kan Lan. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, I I agree with Joe Chang. Like, that's not what he's doing at all. Mm -hmm. He's doing, he's using the power of the Iron Fist uh, in the same way that Gao uses her powers. You know, it's just for personal gain. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, that, like that, she that said, um, me. <laughs> was it, it was her, in, I think when they were in the, in Rand and she said he left his position as yeah. the Iron Fist because he still wants to be Danny Rand. So that's why yeah. he came back to New York because it's Danny, Danny Rand is coming back to New York to, reconnect with Rand as his business, uh, the Iron Fist isn't, because the Iron Fist, they should be almost be separate people, so it's that whole thing of, you know, uh, yeah. you've got to be one or the other, you can't be both, the same thing with like Matt Murdock and Daredevil, we don't really get it with like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, obviously, because um, they don't really have a secret identity as much, although Danny doesn't really, but it's it's kind of that age-old, yeah. you know, superhero yeah. dilemma. Um you guys want some Easter eggs? I think I only have one. Yes, please. One yes. left. Okay, cool. So, obviously you mentioned the photos were taken by Jessica Jones. We know that. Um, so, this is this info, as is, is always, is from Den of Geek, and they list the Easter eggs. Um, they did have a little recommendation as well, which I'll get into in a minute. So, the character that Danny fights, Joe Chang... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> I, I, I like him too, Ozzel Willow, whoever that was. Oh, definitely Oz. I I agree, Oz. He's a great character. (laughs) And very attractive, too. Yes, I agree. Um, So Danny fights Joe Chang. In the comics, uh, Joe Chang is quite a a big character, as far as I know. Um, And he is a being who his goal is basically to make sure that no Iron Fist lives past his 33rd birthday. Mm. That's his goal. I know when we watch this, Rebecca knew obviously of the character and she kind of, uh, and I think she said when she guested as well on here that it, it's a shame that there's a lot of these characters that are quite good baddies that, that he could face in, you know, in stories, they could be big, big bad guys in themselves, like the, the bride of, um, 
the Bride of Nine Spiders oh, or yeah. Bride of Spiders. I can't remember her name. Yeah. You know, like characters like that, and also Scythe, but they just kind of have them in one fight. And it kind of seems a shame that they just have this character in the one fight. And she was saying that she hoped, you know, he obviously comes back. Because um, I think he's a character she was hoping would show up in the show, but be in it for a bit longer than he is. Because spoilers, he doesn't come back. Um, which I agree. I think he would be a great character to come back, particularly if they went with in the comics. You know, his aim is not just to protect the hand, because, I mean... There's loads of characters that do that, you know, that's kind of okay. But he has this thing where he just wants to kill the Iron Fist before they turn 33. He's just got an obsession with killing Iron Fist, you know? Almost like Spike in in Buffy loves killing Slayers. I don't know, it'd just be like a cool way of setting up this ongoing antagonist. Um, But we'll see. Um, They did also mention of Den of Geek that the fight, this fight scene ended... ended, um, in a way that reminded them of a Christmas story. Having never seen that film, terrible, I know. I don't know what they mean. I'm guessing someone smashes someone over the head with something in that film. Which film was it? A Christmas story. Oh, I've only seen bits and pieces. I know, it's super famous. All I know about it is like the leg lamp and some kid gets his tongue stuck on a lamppost or something. Yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they also recommend, they say, if you like this fight, you should watch 1978's Drunken Master with Jackie Chan. I agree. I've seen that film. It was great. <laughs> and also, it's Jackie Chan. Come on. Uh, so those are your Easter eggs, guys. Nice. Yum. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> uh, now it is time for quotes. And Will, Will I Am, you can go first. <laughs> I would have one quote is from Ward. It's why, <laughs> <laughs> why? Oh, oh, poor Ward. Oh, uh, Tammy, have you got any quotes? I've got quite a few, I think. Sure. Um, I hope you don't plan on bringing her back here. It's gonna be one awkward ass flight. Yeah, that was great. That was really great. <laughs> that was, I think, my favorite line from her in the episode. <laughs> I have one between uh, Danny and Ward, which is. Something terrible has happened to your father. What? He ran out of chia seeds? <laughs> I had that one. <laughs> and then I've got uh, another one. As well. Oh, go on, Tammy, you go next. I was going to say, I had another Claire quote, which was, you must have been a pretty gangster 10-year-old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I reckon you were quite a gangster 10-year-old as well, Tammy. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I was. <laughs> um, I have one which is between Ward and Joy, which is, got a pen? I didn't think a pencil would be legally binding. I don't know why that really amused me. Uh, and then I've got another one from Ward, which is, all due respect, Lawrence, you don't know shit about my father. And I was like, yeah, you True. don't know that he's a ninja zombie. Yeah, you don't know that he was just alive, like, two days ago. Yeah, exactly. And then I have one last one, which is from Joe Cheng, which is, you fight like a child in a tantrum. I was like, yeah, yeah, he does. He is a, a, a little puppy tantrum this episode. Yeah, I've got the Madame Gao one, the submit to me without further incident, and your friends will be granted a merciful death. <laughs> She's just so, like, you know, that's all, you know, you just submit to me, just we're all good. It's just the way it's going to be. Diversely, that's yeah. it. We all good? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> and then she's just like, kill the women. Um, any other quotes, guys? Yeah. Mm. Okay, well now, then, it's time for feedback. And we have two. Um, 
we have one from Nutty and we have one from Sedna. Will, would you like to read Nutty's email in your sultry tones? Sure. Okay. Uh, thank you. I'm going to put it in the thing now. Nutty has sent us feedback, I think, for all the episodes now, maybe? There you go. Okay. Uh, Nutty says, I think I see where Claire was hating on Claire in this episode. I just love some Claire on Claire hate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Claire is all grumpy, but then insists on coming and complains every step of the way. I'm not sure why she is there. But to complain for the audience when things go white people stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. White people stupid. When you are watching a horror movie and white people make stupid decisions like going into the scary room when the light switch won't work. Yeah. So the letter Claire says... Us, look, us white people are stupid. I can say that as the only <laughs> white person here. <laughs> <laughs> so the letter Claire says is from Luke Cage, but how is getting his mail uncensored? Hmm. Oh yeah, it did say on his letter that it was uncensored. Yeah. Maybe he's I don't know bribing the uh, someone at the jail with <laughs> I don't know what would he bribe them with? He's like, hey, if you let me send this uncensored, I'll let you touch my beautiful muscles, <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> Drunken master. None of anything makes sense in this episode. They watch a guy get thrown out of the factory, but painstakingly, as the last resort, Colleen decides to ask him questions. Seriously? Asking questions. Um, Anyway, none of that mattered because we got a drunken master fight. Sure, it could have been better, but I liked it. The actor seemed to... I don't know if it could have been better. It was amazing. (laughs) It could have been longer. I wish it was longer. Yeah. He started off by knocking Danny over with his butt. Like, that's... <laughs> that was it. I didn't actually do anything else, so... <laughs> the actor seemed to take his drunk acting cues from Johnny Depp a la Captain Jack, and he was so fun. Something about his master insisting on him being drunk. He needed to tame the dragon or keep it sleeping. Uh-huh. What was that line? Very interesting. Plus, he said he was worse than a dragon in a cave. I watched it two days ago. I could be misremembering some stuff. I don't remember the thing about the dragon in the cave, but yeah, he definitely said about keeping the dragon sedated. Sedated, yeah. yeah. Though I did kind of like the plane scene, mostly because it is more proof that Danny is a child. When talking about sex, he acts like a child who has no clue. Yeah. Yeah. The debate about killing Gal bored me, but I did like Claire trying to find something good to calm Danny down, and it worked well explaining what happened to him. See, we didn't need three episodes of flashbacks. Yes. I'm sure, I was going to say, I'm sure you were going to agree, (laughs) Terry. I liked Colleen's fights, but hello, someone is cut and we later find out about poisoned weapons. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. But how is Claire fighting so awesome, even with Rake strapped to her hands? Because <laughs> she's, she's the super-duper best martial arts student ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't think she fought that well. <laughs> I, I don't know. So back to New York, to China, and back in an episode. What is this crazy travel time? It's a private jet. <laughs> uh, we don't know that they're back in New York yet. Oh, they're not. Well, they're not back in New York because oh, okay. they were still at the warehouse in China. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Who knows when they're going to go back to New York. <laughs> Joy has the dirt on everyone. I love it. Ward is a little B and sad he can't take the deal. <laughs> a little B or a big B. <laughs> oh, he's a little B. A little buzzing B. <laughs> he's definitely buzzing off all those back, back pills. Sorry, Ward. Your sister is too awesome. Unfortunately, she doesn't get how badly you want out of Rand and how being there turned you into a monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ward, you were a master of fooling Danny, though, making him think you had nothing to do with Daddy's death and making him think it was the hand. But sadly, or perhaps deliciously, Ward, you got a case of Lady Macbeth, or is it a telltale heart, seeing Daddy's blood everywhere? Yeah. Ward, you tried to tell Joy, but then you chickened out. You can't take her praising you for your dad's ideas. The one time you can't take credit where it's not due. Oh, I like how Nutty's speaking directly to Ward. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Ward, <laughs> here's my feedback. <laughs> I love it. I, I do talk to him like Ward, though, when I'm watching the episodes. I talk to the characters. So usually it's uh, that's mostly what me and Rebecca did when we were watching the episodes. But mostly it was yelling at Colleen to stay away from the Virgin. <laughs> Leave the virgin alone, Colleen. Thank you, Nutty. Thank you for all the feedback. You've been sending it like every week and it's awesome. Uh, and yes, that is the reason that Claire was annoying me in this episode. <laughs> um, Tammy, we've got a short email from Sedna. Do you want to read it? Sure. Uh, in the absence of Mel. It, there is a link there as well. I'm just going to click on it quickly before you do. Um... Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's just an interview with with uh, Lewis Tan. Okay. Yeah. Um, ooh, the one where they fly off. It's so convenient having a private jet at your disposal. Also, when you need some turbulence-induced flashback revelations to China, Staten Island. Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis Tan, I'm sure you know about the interview with him where he talks about auditioning for the part of Danny, and then she links the article. Yeah, I will post um, that. Fuel for the usual arguments is fucking great in this fight flinging insults at Danny while drunkenly kicking his arse. I'm a massive fan of hybrid accents and this Chinese Man- Mancunian is a Manchester Mancun- accent. Yes. Mancunian yes. is all kinds of awesome, particularly the way he pronounces haircut, which obviously I just pronounced haircut. No big deal. <laughs> I think he was like, haircut, haircut. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Sedna. You can tell Sedna as well as a brick because she says ass and not ass. Ass. <laughs> I appreciate ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, awesome. Uh, thanks, guys, for the feedback. As always, we love hearing from you. Um, it's always I, I love that you guys are still sending in your thoughts. Uh, so now it's time to rate this episode. Will, you are super duper special guest. Uh, I think my connection's going out now. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I think I have a lot of the same opinions that you guys have had about this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode was—it wasn't bad, but I know I was just annoyed. I was annoyed by Danny, annoyed by Claire. Um, War is good, but I was also kind of annoyed that he didn't tell <laughs> Joy. <laughs> I was just annoyed a lot, um, but yeah, I, I did like seeing Gal, how she you know kind of handles Danny. So I'll give it, um, I'll give it five and a half out of ten 
fingers to Kunlun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, Tommy? Uh, I, I like this episode. Um, Claire doesn't bother me as much as she seems to bother everybody else. Um, uh, if anything, Colleen bothers me more than Claire. Her <laughs> character is very annoying to me. Uh, is that since I, they, her yeah. and Danny hooked up? Yep. Yeah, I, 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 def- I definitely think I, there's a switch in the character. Yeah, I feel like they changed the character and not for the betterment of the character or the show or the storyline. Mm-hmm. Now she's just kind of like Danny's bitch. It's like, all right, whatever. Um, I mean, I did like her fight, though, with the one guard. That was fun. Maybe they just need to have her fighting and no kissy face with Danny. That's that would be good. Um, I really, of course, like Louis Tan. He was amazing. I love the fight scene. It was so good. And I love Madame Gal. And uh, Ward losing it, I thought, was actually kind of fun. Uh, and the scene with Joy was really, really good. And um, yeah, I don't have that kind of relationship with my siblings, but I can see how touching it would be. <laughs> so, um. So I liked it better than the last episode I watched, so I will give it 8 out of 10 Awkward Flights Home. <laughs> yes. So um, That was 8, yeah? Yep. Cool. Um, so awkward. I, I liked bits of this episode as well. Um, I, uh, mainly with the bad guys, uh, Ward... Madam Gao, Joe Chang, all awesome. Loved them so much. Loved the scene between Ward and Joy uh, on the bench. I thought that was great. Danny, Colleen, and Claire all really annoyed me in this episode, all three of them. Um, unfortunate. And they're the heroes that we're rooting for. And all three of them, I was just like, oh, shut up. Um, which is a shame because they are meant to be our heroes. But uh, yeah, I was rooting for the bad guys in this episode. Um, so that is kind of because that those scenes were in there. That's kind of what got me through. I I still think Ward is the most interesting character in the show. Um, so I'm going to give it a seven point five out of ten. Breakdancing drunken masters, nice. which gives it an average of seven out of ten. A perfectly reasonable score. Like <laughs> <laughs> much of this series, as I always say. <laughs> Uh, Will, thank you so much for guesting and for waiting a week, for an extra week for your guest spot. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me again. You are always welcome. Awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> where can people hear your sultry tones when you're not on our podcast? Uh, well, all over the internet. Now, well, <laughs> we hear me mostly on Spartacast about the star series Spartacus that I do with Matt Essendorf. And also, you can hear me on the Sensate podcast, which just came back for the second season of Sensate. So we're working our way through nice. the ten new episodes. Yeah, sweet. Did they do a, a Christmas special for Sensate as well? Or am I yes, they things? did. Oh, they did. Yeah, that okay. was yeah, that was technically the first episode of season two, but the rest of the episodes just dropped oh, about okay. two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, nice. Sweet, and I still have to watch it. And you're also sometimes on uh, Calavici Fashion Cast. Have you been on that? Yeah, you have. 
Oh, yes. I've been on yeah. twice. And yeah, I, nice. I was actually thinking about signing up for another episode. Do time. it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do it. And you definitely have to come back for Defenders. Most yep. definitely. Sweet. Um, Tammy, have you got anything you want to plug for this week? Um, just Calvi Cheap Fashion Cast because yeah. it's awesome. There were some crazy, <laughs> insane fashions we spoke about uh, earlier this evening, in fact. Uh, yeah, so much so that it broke Brad's computer. When it, <laughs> it did? He <laughs> tried to take a screen cap of the craziest outfit, and his computer just... His computer just... <laughs> his computer committed suicide because it couldn't cope with this crazy fashion. <laughs> it was just like, nope. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of insane. Uh, uh, and I'm out. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I would obviously mention Calavici Fashion Cast as well. I know um, Matt and Mel um, would uh, like me to mention Twin Peaks Podcast, which will be coming back. I think they are recording the first episode or covering the first uh, episode of the new Twin Peaks on Tuesday. Um, I'm very excited about that because uh, it's the first podcast I ever listened to and it's coming back so I'm very Aww. excited uh, and that's how I got to know all these people that's true yeah I've so been we all... marathoning Twin Peaks podcast at 1.8 times oh wow normal speed just to get caught up and yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I've I've re-listened to them, I think, like, a couple of times all the way through, because it was fun. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, next week, we will be covering the episode, which has the title that um, Tammy goes by sometimes at the weekends, which is The Mistress of All Agonies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're saying just the weekend. I'm going to read you the synopsis because it doesn't give anything away, so I might as well. So, uh, synopsis for this next episode is Madam Gale plays mind games, Ward's old habits catch up with him, and Danny discovers that he still has much to learn about being the Iron Fist. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that this episode? Uh, Yeah, I mean, we can basically go, yeah, yeah, that all makes sense, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that will be next week. Will, do you want to take us out with an Excelsior? Excelsior. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!